0: you're listening to the colorado springs real estate investing podcast brought to you by rico your local guide for all things real estate investing in colorado hey everyone this is jenny with the colorado springs real estate investing podcast and i'm back with my co-host leah for today leah how's it going Good.
1: How are you Jenny?
0: I'm doing great. And we have our uh, our clients on Greg and Heather and they're back to tell us about their um house hack short-term rental that they have going on. So welcome Greg and Heather.
2: Hi. Hello. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, thanks thanks so much for coming back and um telling us a little bit about this property. For those of us that um, have been listening, I guess, sequentially, Greg and Heather, um, they are real estate investors. They were out of country for a little bit. They came back and they are up to six units in in Colorado Springs in one year. Um, And they also have a couple of -of out-of-state properties. So they are doing amazing on their rental property journey. but I think that the best person to kind of kick off this property would be Leah. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, finding this property for them and just uh, a little bit of context for that?
1: Yes, it was hell.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this was um, February, 2020. I think we got this. Um, I'm not sure when we started shopping, Greg and Heather, was it before? the Oh
2: new- yeah, it was definitely before. It was like, The thing that was going to hold us up was, I think, the 60 days for lending, something like that. But we were like in December, January looking.
1: Yes. And so we looked at a bunch of properties. I think initially we went under contract on an off-market fourplex um, that they were going to house hack. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like awesome part of town. And then it just ended up being a disaster on inspection, and the sell side was so slow about doing anything. And then it just didn't even end up appraising anyway. And so we were like, "All right, we got to move on from this." <laughs> um, and so we were out there in the real world, and <laughs> it was rough um, because you know they're VA buyers, and at this at the time in the market, agents just were not even entertaining VA offers, which I think is super sad. I just, I don't know if it's because they're not educated enough or if they're afraid of like the appraisal process or whatever it it is. But that made it so hard for us. If it wasn't already hard having like 20 offers on every property and then throw in, you know, that into the mix, we were just like getting no, 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 just over and over. It was like down to the wire. Like they were moving back. They're like, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. I'm like, (laughs) what am I going to do? I couldn't even sleep at night. Um, But we ended up offering on this um, house and cottage. And, you know, I built a good rapport with the listing agent. And I was like, oh, we got this. Like, I think we got this one. And then they went with someone else. And then we got a call maybe a few weeks later. And she was like, are you guys still interested because this deal is falling out and you were like the runner up. And so I asked them and they're like, yes. I'm like, yes.
0: <laughs> and then you were finally able to sleep after that. <laughs> I slept
1: for like a week straight.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I remember, you know, your strategy, you guys were very focused on wanting a multifamily and being able to maximize your, your VA loan so that you could put 0% down. So yeah, at that time that Leo was just describing, it's like, you know, you're competing against really large investors willing to pay all cash for, for things. So you had that up against you. And then you also, since it's a VA loan, you had to occupy it. Um, so being able to find something with an occupancy, uh, ability, um, yeah. was also like ridiculously hard during that time.
1: Yeah, it was all, it was like the toughest <laughs> scenario of all. Like there had to be a vacant, you know, either in the house or in a unit. Um, and I think when we went under contract on the fourplex initially, it there it was the only one. Like there was literally zero yeah. on the market. Yeah. yeah.
2: that's what it was too, because we we wanted a fourplex, mm-hmm. best case. But there was zero. After that one, it was it was like nothing.
0: Yeah. And that one happened to have an empty unit, if I r- recall. Yes, they um,
1: were a unit.
0: Yeah. So we thought that was going to be like kind of the holy grail for them until <laughs> the property was uh, a little less than stellar upon inspection and appraisal and kind of blew, blew that plan. So back to square one on that. Yep. Yep. And, you know, uh, I would just say it's a testament to... Perseverance, like don't settle for the wrong property. That that fourplex is not the right property for you guys. Um, and I think what you guys have done to your duplex is absolutely phenomenal. And um we just recorded a, a previous episode and you got your fourplex. So, you know, it all works out, it's just maybe in a different order than than anticipated. Mm-hmm.
1: And they were so like, Greg and Heather are so sweet and gracious and just patient. Like I would be almost in tears (laughs) for emailing them. We didn't, our offer did not get accepted. And they were like, no, it's fine. Like, you know we'll go on to the next, but I'm like, seriously, down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, we were close on a few of them, too. I, I feel like sure. for one reason or another, didn't yeah, we weren't the ones, but course. we were
3: also on vacation a lot, too. I think we were in Paris and then we were in Italy when it so we really couldn't get stressed. And that, time. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, they were just
1: like loving life over there, and I'm over here like. <laughs>
0: Begging all the agents, please look yeah, at our I offer. I'll
1: hire you whatever you want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my please goodness. Come
3: to your home.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I'm I'm so happy that this one panned out. Um, so you said it was a main house and a cottage. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, let's hear a little bit. I I heard that the inspection um was interesting and you had some uh, unanticipated roommates um in the property too. So let's hear about that
2: uh well i mean we start with the raccoons i guess <laughs> we just talking about it's a new thing but yeah there were there were a couple things we found out after the inspection after. so
0: yeah yeah the first oh, was wow. uh
2: in in the cottage up in the attic there had been raccoons up in there at some point and i didn't know this about raccoons but they use one spot when they're living as their bathroom and it just happened to be right above the uh the side entrance Oh. so caught up there and it's like oh no this smells awful <laughs> he, we can smell it a little bit um on the first it. floor and i think too like it, it helped at the time because it was winter so the humidity was real low and you just imagine like in the summer if we didn't do anything about it, it would have been just awful uh, so we had called a, a pest control company they went up there and cleaned it out Sprayed it out, used an ozone machine. Like I went up there and and painted over it and got it to to where it was acceptable. But that was yeah, it was a little bit of an adventure. <laughs> this was at the same time when we were trying to to furnish it and get it ready for for a short term.
0: Of course, that's you know at least it didn't happen when the guest no. was was there, so that could yeah. it could have been worse.
2: <laughs> yeah, so there, there's one the the bugs too.
3: Oh yeah the 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 beetles. There were beetles that oh god it was so. <laughs> So bad. I think
2: they're like they're a ditch, like right elm, elm beetles. Yeah, in the in the live tree, uh, and in the springtime, I guess is when they all come out. So they were either living in the tree or living up in the like in the attic again. So trying to to deal with those things, we ended up getting that tree cut down and had pest control just come out and spray. You know, like every every week or so <laughs> to try to get them under control, and it was. That was a little rough. And so this was when we were running it too. Like we didn't find out about it until
3: yeah. it warmed up a little bit. And we had a couple of guests that had to stay.
0: <laughs> oh no.
3: Yeah. They, so, they actually were really forgiving about it.
0: Good.
2: Yeah. We really didn't have too many issues, really any issues with the guests. Cause we told them like, Hey, there's, there's these bugs. They're completely harmless. They don't. And that's, that's the one good thing is they don't eat wood or anything. So they don't damage anything, but it was just a lot of them. And we just told <laughs> and them. Hey,
1: even see them like they, they went to hide
2: <laughs> yeah we, we told them about it offered them cleaning you know yeah in the of day, but they it, it ended up not being a big deal at all
0: so so are you guys living in the main house and then airbnb being the cottage yes okay so when you bought the property was the cottage um just has it been vacant for a while, or how much renovation did you all have to do on that? No, I'm
2: not
3: sure. It, so we, it was renovated before yeah. we moved in. Okay. So, so, th- so the cottage was renovated, and that's why we picked it to be the Airbnb because it's the nicer one of the two. Mm-hmm. It has like new paint, new floors. Like they did an an okay job at renovating it. Yeah, okay. so it, um, it's super cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it looks nicer than than the big house.
0: Okay. Are you guys renovating the, the larger house um, while you're living in there?
3: Yes. Yeah, so we renovated the bathrooms and the kitchen.
0: Okay. Very good.
3: So we put on brand new countertops and cabinets because it was from the 1900s when it started. It was so <laughs> dated. It, was so so yeah. <laughs> it had lime green and yellow laminate countertops.
0: Oh, <laughs> fancy! Yeah,
3: <laughs> and, um, new like white granite countertops down and white cabinets, and the nice farm farmhouse style sink. So those were the two renovations that we've done. But everything else, it's just it's cosmetic, really. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So that so that was kind of nice too because it it wasn't our first experience renovating but it was our first experience for thinking you know long-term because this is going to be a, a rental eventually yeah like how do we how do we do renovations where it fits in the budget and our budget was a little bit squishy for this too because it's it's our own house So we can justify making it a little bit nicer yeah but learning learning that process and how to do it
0: so is your plan for this one since it is an owner-occupied property um is it to move out you know exactly at the one year mark or are you guys intending on living there for a little bit longer and, you know, just getting everything stabilized.
2: Yeah. So we're going to live here. We'll, we'll break the one year for sure. Um, but we know we're, we're anticipating a move probably in the next two or three years mm-hmm. We're like, we won't have a choice and we'll have to move and we'll, we'll figure it out then. So I don't, I don't think we'll move again before we have to, but we will move You know, relatively quickly.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just due to your line of work. Um, making you have to to move so that makes sense um so is this your first uh foray into short-term rental management um this back cottage yeah.
2: it, it is <laughs> and like it, it was an accident too because i we were thinking we'd do it long term yeah but when we found this place and really even before some of the places we were looking at it's like oh, it, it makes so much sense to do it as a short term you know why why wouldn't we yeah, it's, it's it's a duplex but they're disconnected so you, the cottage. Okay.
0: Place. Yeah, and I think it's important to note um you know we we've talked about short-term rental regulations in Colorado Springs. They can be uh, a bit sticky for non-owner occupants but very flexible for owner occupants. So since you guys are owner occupants um in the main home, it it allows for you to kind of um you know, do that—that that larger cash flow move uh, while you're living here. So I think I think that's a great idea.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And um, how how are you guys managing this property?
2: So we're we're doing it on our own. So we did everything for this one. We we furnished it. We set it up. We made the listings. Uh, and then yeah, we're we're running it and doing most of the cleaning. Every once in a while, we we'll have someone clean it if we're we're both gone. Yeah. But it's ninety five percent just us doing it. Really, really mostly yeah,
3: you do it once mm-hmm. once in the blue moon. <laughs> so, so I run it, which has been interesting. I've had to learn to take my personal feelings out because people get pretty brutal. And like, it's not, it's located in an alley. So it can be kind of sketch, but that's why too, like I provide snacks and lip balms and stickers. Like I go above and beyond because I know where it is and I get it. Mm-hmm. And so it's trying to make up for what it kind of lacks and like curb appeal. Um, so that's been, it's been interesting, but it's learning to to take my feelings out because I do get hurt through mean sometimes.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think that it would be hard when, you know, you've personally decorated it and, you know, put blood, sweat and tears into something. And um, yeah, if someone leaves like a nasty review, I think that would be kind of hard to you know, to take.
3: (laughs) And luckily we've only had two, two that have been brutal. And it was because when it was in the summertime and everyone knows in Colorado, no one has AC. Yeah. It was, we had just fully furnished the place. We had started renovations on our place. We were renovating the house up in the mountains. So there was a lot of money going out. And so to justify like an AC unit was kind of struggling. So then we went with the mini split and one of the first times it was hot in May, like it gets, we had someone complain about it. And mm-hmm. we, and I was like, we never told you there was AC. Like right. we, we know it's hot. Like we give you, like we're working on it. And like, yeah. he left us a public review, a private note in a message about how bad it was and that it wasn't safe to sleep with the windows open. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm like, Greg, you reply. Cause I don't okay. know what to say to her. And then we were having one installed the 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 mini AAC unit and the guy, because I told him, I said, hey, we're getting it installed. They have to come on Friday to finish it. So he had spent like one or two nights there when it was hot and he wrote a very nasty email and I replied, but we you weren't supposed to get one. We're working on it. Like yeah. Thank you. It's hot. because We didn't have one in, in our house, so I'm literally sweating in my house just as much as they're sweating in the Airbnb. And it's yeah. advertised with one. At the no, time. like if you want a place with ac i don't know get one <laughs> <laughs> so that's like actually like what like whatever re- replied to one guy and i was like we we never had one in the first place it's not broken it wasn't installed because he yeah. was like i'm disappointed that it's broken i'm like it's not broken it's not installed
0: i think that it's so interesting like the dynamics because um you know, coming from the East Coast, it's it's kind of assumed uh that you have AC everywhere. And then coming to Colorado, it's like, you know, it's a major selling feature for for mm-hmm. a lot of things. And it's just I would assume in pretty much all cases that AC is not there, not present, um, unless mm-hmm. stipulated otherwise. So yeah, that's kind of an interesting learning curve. Um probably having guests from all different parts of the country, you know, with different expectations having to kind of Accommodate that and, and adjust to that. So that would that would be a little bit difficult for for yeah, a I learning think, curve.
3: Because because I'm from the south and AC is everywhere. So yeah. even me moving out here was shocking that AC wasn't in every house. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but- so those those couple bad reviews have really been offset by like overwhelming majority of people that really really like it. Yeah, and have, have written some really good reviews for us too. So
0: good. And what are some of the things that um, they've called out? Um, you know, as like exceptional. Um, I'd be curious to kind of highlight highlight that for everybody.
3: I think a lot. Well,
2: a lot's been the area, and it, it's That'll really it's just fit. like random stuff. So one.
3: They left Just my snacks, balm, yeah, snacks and
2: Lip <laughs> Balm. Someone, someone stayed and it's like, oh, my grandpa lived right across the street. So it's like, oh, yeah, they, they loved it. Yeah. Uh, and it makes it super easy because we live, you know, it's in our backyard to do little things to, to help them out. So one was they didn't have a toaster and they asked for a toaster. It's like, yeah, I'll well, bring ours over. Like that was an, an easy one for a, a good review. Yeah. What else? Like it's... the dog thing.
3: Yeah, and, the, and like the coziness of it, because I did try to make it feel homey without overwhelmingly looking like you try. Like it's a very, it's, I like to do the designs just simple that mm-hmm. anyone would like. And then I throw my little bit of personality in. Like I get mm-hmm. one horse picture per unit. So I like that. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, what was we had a, I had a Nintendo 64. So like an old game system. And they threw that in there, and someone had a like a twenty year old son that was in there, and they saw it and <laughs> just loved it. Yes,
1: that's <laughs> The best one, yeah.
0: That's that's a really cool touch. I like that.
1: Yeah. And then the
2: location too, and I, I think it's partly just Colorado Springs, where like all the sites are like Garden of the Gods is close, where where you can walk to downtown if if you really wanted to.
1: Yeah, they're like a mile um, east of like the new South End. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah. So much going on, you know, yeah, and that's yeah. what I told them to like, give this, you know, hold this property for a while because there's so much going on a mile yeah. away. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I have a property that's very close by to your property and it has quickly become one of my favorites just mm-hmm. because, you know, everyone loves the area and it, you know, it used to not be as pleasant of an area and now it, it's just like, you know, people are just taking really good care of their homes and yeah, it's blossomed over the last several years. So I think that it will serve you guys well as a long-term hold for sure on Mm -hmm. that. Um, Yeah. yeah, So that, that's a, you know, that's hard to, I think, jump in with both feet to um, self-manage a property from scratch, especially it being your first, first one, I wouldn't know what to do. Um, You know, I'd probably do the cheat code of, of, uh, doing a property manager on that to at least learn from them on that. So, like, congrats to you guys for uh, um, for figuring that one out and having you know fantastic reviews on that. Um, what has your occupancy rate looked
2: like? Man, it, so over the summer it was almost 100%, like a hundred percent. Like a few days here and there uh, where it wasn't, but most were back to back. Someone leaving and someone else checking in, and then. So this is our first year running it. We'll, we'll see. But towards October onward, it slowed down a little bit. But so every, every weekend's been booked.
0: That's great. So roughly, what, what would be your guess as to, um, you know, you're living in the main house, you're, you're short-term renting the, the cottage out back. What would you say your out-of-pocket housing expenses are for, for you to live in, in your current home?
2: So out, ongoing, so what, our mortgage is 20, 26, I think. Utilities, it varies, but it's roughly like 150 per unit total. So that's it's 300. And it, it gets kind of weird because a lot of the stuff we share. So internet, we use for ourselves and then we just split it with that. So it's kind of like our own expense. Yeah. Uh, same with landscaping. So I've been doing that. But when when we hire that out, it's it's for our house too. Yeah. So but that we've been doing that, so that's not really much. So maybe repairs really haven't been after the initial whirlwind to get it set up. Like haven't haven't had any repairs so far. Mm -mm. So I don't know, maybe on the high end.
3: What are you
1: yeah? So what are you paying like, you know, the difference from what the Airbnb covers?
2: So over the summer it was it was nothing to
3: we were making money. Yeah,
2: we were we were making money. Like, wow. Just on that's hats.
3: amazing. Oh my gosh.
0: So, right. so you guys put zero percent down. So you mm-hmm. paid closing costs and furnishing startup costs, and you are living mm-hmm. for free
2: or being paid to live there. So far, yeah. and then like for short <laughs> term, it's it's annualized. But mm-hmm. I think yeah.
3: We even now in the winter time, we get enough stays; it covers like half the half the cost. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the summertime, it's yeah, we get paid to live here basically. Yeah.
2: Yeah, looking at it, if if we split the costs, like we would pay for our own place, you know, like that would be our rent or, or mortgage. It it for sure covers itself. Yeah. Even even on the the down months that that we've seen so far.
0: That's. Uh, that's fantastic. I don't know too many situations where you can put zero percent down and you know, like you said, annualize, not pay anything to live there as well. So,
2: <laughs> so that's that's the upside when everyone was buying everything up. Like mortgage rates were still really low. So we got mm-hmm. a, a good rate on that. That's
0: fantastic. Yeah, that's uh definitely something you'll want to hang on to for, for <laughs> quite some time, I think. Um yeah, that's that's amazing. Well, I mean yeah, I think that kind of speaks for itself. Just the power of being patient, and then also putting in the effort and, and you know time to essentially maximize your cash flow, so you get the best of of all the worlds on that. So, congratulations to you both for <laughs> you know figuring out the best way to do that and having an amazing rental property. So, um, yeah. So, any last words uh, before we head
3: out? Mm-hmm.
2: no yeah i mean it's been going well so far hopefully it does you know close to or, or just as good next year but to be determined but yeah i, I think either way it, it'll, it'll work out
0: that's great well congrats to all of you leah i'm glad that you can sleep at night now <laughs> uh, <laughs> that they have a good house <laughs> and thanks greg and heather for coming on and sharing your, your story with us yeah thank you bye everyone
3: bye